Hello and welcome back to the Lift With Eva podcast. So if you guys don't know, which I'm sure you do, I am a strength and hypertrophy coach, largely for women. Hypertrophy is just a fancy name for muscle building. I teach women how to lift effectively in the gym, stop wasting their efforts, build muscle and strength and achieve body recomposition. And body recomposition simply means to build muscle to look leaner and potentially also lose body fat if needed. And a big thing I do as a coach is take the confusion and frustration out of this for you. And this week, this has been a bit of a theme in my conversations with people on Instagram, um, potential new clients, because it is so easy to get bogged down with all the information that we have available now. It is absolutely overwhelming, it is everywhere, and it can be all-consuming. And even as a coach, I find this quite frustrating and annoying almost, that it is just everywhere and we can't seem to escape it. Once you follow, you know, one fitness account on Instagram, we are inundated with so much information, with people claiming they have the secret, this is how you do it. And oftentimes it's not quite as black and white and there is a gray area. And this is partly what I want to address in this podcast. So I want to give you guys key points, essentially two key points are the simplest ways to immediately improve your workouts. And as a result of that, improve your results and your gains. Before we dive straight to those points, there's a few things I think that we need to address. So like we've mentioned, it is really easy to get bogged down in the tiny details um, that are important, but it's easy to get bogged down in things like how many sets should I be doing? How many reps should I be doing? What should my rest periods be? Um, How do I progress in my training? What should my training phases look like from one to the next? And while this is important and it is, it does definitely require thought, before we go on to the next point, things that we should really be looking at is, are you already following a good program? And that should already be a yes. If you don't have one, DM me and I will send you one. It's a free four to eight week guide. I say four to eight weeks because some people might find they start to plateau around four weeks and need changes. Other people can run programs much longer before they start to plateau or get bored or lose motivation and the consistency slips. So four to eight weeks. I don't generally run programs for more than eight weeks at a time. That is the max before I give my clients a few tweaks and changes. So that problem for you now should be sorted if you're not already on a good program. I don't suggest trying to write your own. I say this because program writing is actually quite complex when you zoom out beyond a singular program. So when you think about writing programs, you don't just think about that block on its own. It's part of a wider context. So if you zoom out to six to 12 months, that is when program writing does become more confusing. When we think about progressing lift variations, making things gradually more challenging, looking at volume load and how many sets and reps you're doing per muscle group per week, looking at the tempo, the rep range, whether we're progressing with linear periodization or undulating periodization. These are things that I just wouldn't bother trying to get bogged down with if you weren't either really, really interested in training or a professional. And I say this because I spent so long bogged down in these. I spent a long time trying to write my own programs, thinking that they were great and they just weren't getting me anywhere. So I do really suggest trying a program from a professional, working with a coach, getting yourself on a good program and you'll automatically be fast tracking your results. It will be so much quicker and just way more effective to follow 
a plan designed by someone who does this for a living because they have the time to dedicate to the education side of things. And yeah, I learned it the hard way and I just don't want you guys to repeat my mistakes. There's so much more information and accessibility to good programs out there now. There's really no reason to be trying to fumble around and figure it out on your own and dealing with that frustration and all the confusion. So that is the first thing we should already be doing. The second thing is working on forms. This is step two. After you have a good program, the next thing is to really solidify your form with the basics. These are the foundations you really need to then progress to start nailing the gym. If you haven't done this yet, I would still get the program from me or look at the program you already have and start working on your form. Film your videos, send them to a coach if you're working with a coach. If not, watch them back on your own. Maybe ask a member of staff at the gym you go to to help you. People in gyms are largely all qualified to at least fitness instructor standards so people that teach classes they might not be trainers but they definitely have knowledge that they share and we're all in this industry because we want to help people and really really enjoy it i know gyms are quite intimidating and well at least i found them really intimidating i found the staff really intimidating as well because i used to think you know they know so much and they know what they're doing and i don't and they'll think i'm silly for asking these questions but it's the complete opposite we're we're there because we like teaching people this stuff so ask them um or ask me on Instagram. It's not the first time someone sent me a form video and I've given some feedback. So you're more than welcome to do that if you just need a little bit of advice. So once you do that, you should have the basics nailed and you should have some confidence in the gym already. So following a plan, going in and able to execute that plan plan with good form. And after that, there are two things I want you to focus on that are going to be super simple and improve your workouts immediately. So the first thing is reps in reserve. And my clients are probably sick of hearing me talk about reps and reserve every single week, but it's something that we should be really putting a big focus and emphasis on because we can't outwork, well, no, sorry, we we can outwork a bad program, but we cannot get around a poor work ethic in the gym. So you could make really good gains on a terrible program because you're just putting in so much effort. You're working hard, you're training close to failure, you're nailing your nutrition, you're sleeping and recovering well. Obviously, you make better gains and have better results with a good program but it is possible but you could have the best program in the world and have no results because your effort isn't there the intensity isn't there you're underloading your lifts you'd see no results if you're going in and lifting really light weights and do the same thing over and over again no matter how fantastic your program is and that's where reps in reserve come into play so reps in reserve essentially describe the amount of reps we have left that we're capable of doing before we hit failure And failure can be task failure or muscular failure. So task failure would be you can't complete that rep again with good form and good technique before it breaks down beyond, you know, five to 10%. I always have a little bit of wiggle room with form because we can never expect form to be perfect all of the time. And then we have muscular failure where we quite literally can't do that weight again. So for example, if you were doing a leg extension, you physically couldn't push that weight up anymore. It's not moving more than a few inches. So we'd go to task failure with our bigger compounds and muscular failure with our more accessory work and isolated lifts where it's safe to do so. And it is the five reps before these two points where we actually see stimulating reps. So we actually get stimulating reps that are going to build muscle and build strength. And that is where we want to be. If we're not getting there, that's probably why you're not getting results in your training because you're underloading your lifts. It's not to say the reps before that are suddenly, you know, super easy. They probably do feel moderately challenging, but we're all bad at judging this. 
myself included, it's a constant reminder that we can actually do a lot more work than we think and push through some really, really challenging reps. And if you're thinking, well, I think I'm doing it, but I'm not quite sure what that feels like, here's what I get my clients to do. So choose the leg extension or the leg curl. Choose a weight that's moderate to heavy for you, where you know you can comfortably get out at least six reps. And then go until failure. So go until you cannot lift that weight more than a few inches. And just feel what the reps feel like before you get to that point. How hard they are, how slow they move, how much of a grind it is, how much you're having to brace your core to move that weight. And then take that away and apply that to your other lifts. And ask yourself if you're genuinely working that hard across the board. Now, we don't need to go to failure every set, every lift, every week. You'd be exhausted. That'd be hard to recover from. But we should be regularly one to three reps away from failure most of the time. If I have four sets of an exercise, I'm going to take at least two of those close to failure, if not three. My first set sometimes isn't quite high enough intensity, but that's okay. I'm just getting into the lift. But the final two, we should really, really be pushing it and a simple question to ask yourself at the end of your sets is why did I stop that set was it because I was bored because I could feel the burn which isn't actually a sign of muscle growth or you know it's not stimulating or was it because I was actually struggling struggling and I could not lift that weight any more and it should be the latter and if not that is what we need to change And the second question is, how many more reps could I squeeze out? If that answer is regularly more than three to five, we are not lifting and loading our lifts heavy enough to see changes from our training. And this is a thing that really changed the game for me. And it's something I've really honed in on with clients now, especially now I'm online. And that is paying attention to our intensity and intensity in the gym or with weight training at least isn't how our breath we are it's not how much we sweat which is often what we and women in particular attribute intensity to because we're so used to cardio and classes where we we move really quickly but that's not intensity in a weight training sense or a muscle building sense it is how close to failure you lift so something i do with my clients is not only form checks but now intensity checks because i want to show them what training hard enough actually looks like, but also prove to them that they can probably do more and lift heavier than they think and they're capable of more than they think. And I'm guessing that a lot of you listening to this are probably in a similar boat. And the second thing is super simple and it's just simply pretend that you are being filmed in a non-creepy way, but pretend you were filming yourself to show a coach or to put on Instagram. And if you were to do that, would that change how you lift it? So would it change your range of motion? Would it change your form? Would it change how much effort you're applying? And if you think it would, then it's a good sign that you can essentially do more and you can be training harder. And I know this because when I film for Instagram, like I put on my best show. I I train as hard as I can. I try and make sure my form is on point because when I know someone else is going to be watching it and or someone else could be criticising it, I try my best. And that is what we should be doing most of the time. Now, not every session is going to be our best. Not every session are we going to feel amazing and want to put in this much effort. I completely get that, especially as women and, you know, how we feel across a month does change. But it's just a really quick simple and easy tip to get you thinking about what you could actually improve and what you could be doing better because when we're being filmed we do usually naturally work harder and apply more effort and they are the two tips that essentially should improve your training immediately and one key thing I will leave you with is 
The results we get from training don't lie. You know, they are a direct correlation of the effort we are putting in consistently over time, taking genetic fluctuations and our genetic potential away from it. That, of course, does have an effect and it does have an impact. But if we're working hard and we're pairing it with nutrition, we will see results. So something to ask yourself, and it's the final thing I'll leave you with, is are your efforts worthy of your expectations? Because we can't expect a star results from a C minus effort. It's also not fair to hold ourselves to a standard that we're not sure if we can meet. So make sure you're also setting your expectations of yourself in line with your reality and what you're capable of putting into this. So hopefully that is helpful. These small tweaks can really, really help. And it's just something to constantly remind yourself of in your session. I know I still do it and I'm years into this. Now, of course, there may be more to it than this. And training is more complex, is more complicated. And nutrition and recovery are a huge part of it. But try not to get overwhelmed fixing and changing everything at once. If you're already going to the gym, you're on a program, you're happy with your form. These are the next two big rocks that I would be focusing on and if you are struggling you can of course reach out to me for coaching at any time to give you that extra bit of guidance and accountability so I really hope that was helpful I'm going to be doing more podcasts on training specifically and also fat loss now I am in a fat loss phase and going through how I'm navigating that so make sure you stick around for the next few podcasts